Well, hello, and here we are. Welcome back to Life with Baby Doll. Hello, Paul. Hey, good morning, and uh, how are you doing, Wanel? Yeah, doing good. Looking forward to what we're going to be talking about today, talking about how we can go after our destiny, one of our favorite topics, isn't it? Yep, destiny and uh, into the future. Yeah, so just we just kind of wanted to give you some tips and just some insight for those of you who may be struggling or feeling like, you know, how do I get to that place or that destiny where I feel like that I'm supposed to be? And that could be in ministry. If you are a Christian, that could be in business. Uh, it could be in, in any kind of a career, couldn't it? It doesn't really necessarily mean one particular thing. It's just all of us in general absolutely have a purpose. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. Sorry, we're cutting across each other. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. And I was just wanting to say, you know, we have a purpose, we have a destiny. All of us have a calling. Yeah, and it's recognizing that calling. And uh you know, sometimes um we we know we want to do something, but we don't know how to actually get to where we want to get. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to drop this in here now and you can pick this up and I can come back to it as well. But volunteering is a great way to discover your destiny sometimes. Yes, and we will talk about a few ways of how that um, you can do go about trying to start to make your destiny happen. And, and volunteering is definitely one of those. I wanted to share with you first um, a, just a statement Everything we want is in direct proportion to where we want to be. So everything we want is in direct proportion to where we want to be. So um, sometimes our problem is that we're waiting for big advantageous moments. And I think that instead of waiting for those moments, at times what really we should be doing is being a pioneer in creating a movement uh, of our own. So this means not only, you know, are you a dreamer, but then you need to become a visionary of your dreams. So you have to envision yourself and your future and then start to make investments uh, into that. And then your passion for your dream will then directly link you to what you want. So you may have to re-listen to that for it to make sense. So the question here is, is what you're dreaming about, what you're passionate about that you want to do, is that something that you really want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. And if it is, then you need to start everything you do starting today will enable you to get to where you are tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, with the the the, uh, the different things that we have been involved in and uh, our own ministry, uh, when I think back to uh, when we formed Breaking Barriers, when we started, I need mentoring. There were lots of things that we both wanted to do. There were lots of things that I personally wanted to do in business, and uh, some of that is only now coming to fruition. And it's taken a long time. 
Uh, yeah. But uh, it, it, it's something that and if, if it's what you want to do, you just have to just keep pushing. You know, I use the word push and then turn it into an acronym, push until something happens. And uh, we just have to keep working and we have to just have to keep believing that the doors of opportunity are going to come our way and then we can fulfill what we ourselves want to do. Yeah, so another tip and statement I just want to make here. Visionaries keep on envisioning their dreams and in an expansive and forward way. So that means you're constantly adding to it. Sometimes before um, you even complete what you initially set out to do, you're just constantly moving forward. So you live today, you live yesterday, and you live always moving forward. So um, it means that vision always precedes action. So what was yesterday's vision means that you are currently living that out today. So I think that, you know, um, just because it's your vision and it hasn't come to pass yet uh, doesn't mean that um, you can't add to it, adjust it, or even fine-tune it. You should always be revising it, revisiting it, and you should always be reaching for it in order to see your goals come to pass. So basically, it comes down to what is in your hands right now. Because whatever you have in your hands right now, you have to use as a catalyst to propel you forward. So um, it just means that you know, you constantly got to allow yourself to be thinking, um, what can I do right now, right this very minute? And um, you use your gifts to make that happen. So uh, before I go on to make a couple more statements, um, I just want to encourage you because then we're going to Paul, you can be thinking of maybe some practical ways. I know you already mentioned volunteering, and we'll bring that up. Uh, But visionaries always use their vision to help them move forward. And so when you want to quit and you feel like giving up because that what you've been dreaming about, what you've been talking about, what you see to go into hasn't happened or it's been Mm. delayed, then you become frustrated. Mm. So... Um, If it weren't for the fuel of the passion for our vision, many of us would probably just, you know, stop at the frustration level. But at the same time, we can get on the momentum of seeing that come to pass um, to help move us forward if we are um, in the place to where that we don't get ourselves so locked into being frustrated. Now, in an, in a few minutes, I did want to tell a little story I told you about Abraham Lincoln, which was the former president of America. But let's talk about let's talk about at least two practical ways you can get involved. Now, you said volunteering. Yeah. Um, why why, why I immediately mentioned volunteering is, as you know, on a Wednesday, I uh, am involved with the uh, CAP Job Club. Uh, at our local church with some of my colleagues. And uh, the people that we have come in who are trying to help find work, one of the first things that I do with them is uh, encourage them 
to volunteer, volunteer and do something. And, uh, you know, I, I've often mentioned this to you before. Uh, when, uh, when I was in a situation, first time ever in my life, uh, back in 93, the company I was with, an international company, closed. And I had to find work. And um, uh, I, I was looking everywhere. And I was involved at the time, uh, at that moment, uh, when the company went broke, in recruitment. So I knew what to do, how to do, or whatever. But you know what I did? Whilst I was looking, I applied for a lot of jobs. I didn't let it get myself down. But what I did was I volunteered. And I volunteered in all sorts of areas. Yes, a lot of it was within the Christian realms. But what came out of it was... Uh, just very, just going fast forward. Next thing I know, uh, I'm the European director for a major ministry in, uh, in in the world, and suddenly my whole life changed again. And I believe a lot of that was because I didn't just sit back and say, "Well, I'm just going to see what happens." I put myself out there, and people say, "Hey, can you come and help us? Can you come and help us? Can you come and help us?" And I was recognised as someone that knew what he was doing and how to do what I had to do. And there we go had this great so, opportunity. You know what ha- What I see there happening is that second thing that we were going to talk about is uh, divine connection. So it mm-hmm. moves from your volunteering yeah. in the realm or area where you would obviously like to be involved. So there's always a key to that of yeah. find the places where you can just rock up and help um, that are where your passion is. And then what happens is that leads to divine connections. It leads to people recognizing you, you start to build relationships. And then the next thing you know, like you say, before you know it, you've been catapulted into something that you're thinking, wow, this, this is what I, this is what I wanted to do. And it's because you put yourself out there because you know, there is a saying that if you have a passion about something you you love doing it so much that you're willing to do it for free just because that you love it so much and then you because you do it for free it becomes such a part of you that then people will want to pay you for it because you're they see the passion and the drive that you have for it now i just want to quickly give you this example and this was for you know those of us uh, obviously you know i'm uh, from america well i was raised in south america but was born in america and texas one of our nation's greatest leaders in america was abraham lincoln lots of people love talking about him and he was a true testimony to getting in the game he absolutely fulfilled the statement anyone can make it in american ethos because he was a man of little means and education, born in a one-room log cabin, honest, hardworking, overcame numerous obstacles and failures to become the president of the United States. Now, and it was in when America was in one of its greatest crises. Now, I want to show you just a couple of things that he had to go through, just a few things. Um, It was in 1832 that he wanted to become president. And he didn't become president till 1860. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to wait that long. But during those 28 years, listen to this. He lost his job. He was defeated in our state legislature. He failed in business. His sweetheart died. He had a nervous breakdown. He was defeated for speaker, defeated for nomination of Congress. He lost the renomination 
was rejected for land officer. Then he was defeated even for the nomination for vice president, got defeated again for the Senate, and then he got elected as president of the United States of America. All of this following the death of his mother at a very young age and a vicious and very poor upbringing. Mm -hmm. So he was faced with a defeat. He could have given up many times, but the truest testament to his character and ultimately what granted him the place in U.S. history was the fact that he never, ever gave up. He persevered. His road to the White House is one of the greatest examples of perseverance I've ever read. So if losing eight elections, failing twice in business, losing a loved one, and suffering a nervous breakdown didn't stop him, there's not much that should stop you from achieving your dreams of success because he became a champion. And when you let go of your fear and you get in the game, you become your own version of champion. So, you know what I love about his story is perseverance is one of the things that I was always known for. In fact, in America, in one of the universities I attended, I actually won the award for being the person who most persevered for everything she did. So, um, I just want to throw it out there that if, if you've tried or failed or felt like that you failed, failed means that you just don't get back up. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just going back to what I was saying about what happened to me in volunteering, you know, during that time, I went for 90 different positions. 90. But I didn't give up. I just kept pushing forward. And even people would laugh and ridicule me. But I knew what I wanted to do. And I just kept pushing forward. And it happened. And so it can happen to you. It can happen to any one of us. And, uh, you know, there's the saying, fall down seven times, get up eight. Yeah. And I think we have to just have that mentality. We have to have that, 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 that desire in our hearts that when we fall down, we don't stay down, but we get back up and we start moving forward. And by moving forward, you then start to move those obstacles out of the way that have been blocking you. And uh, giving you that frustration, just move forward every day. Get up and say, today, I am going to be victorious. Today, great things are going to happen to me. And you wait and see what happens. Yeah, so just want to leave you with a couple of good uh, questions just for you to reflect and ponder on. Um, You know, maybe you were someone, did you have a rough upbringing Um, Are you someone who felt like you had lots of failures early on in life? Uh, Take today and reflect on how far uh, you've come and how much you have achieved thus far. And then begin to ask yourself, what is it I can do to volunteer, put myself out there and start to investigate the areas where you can literally put yourself in situations to make those divine connections. And sorry you hear the siren in the back that's in our city 
can't do anything about that, can we? <laughs> but I just want to really encourage you today, and we would love to, we've asked, you know, we always ask every week, we'd love to hear your stories, love to hear your comments, whether it be to us privately or when, wherever you see this uh, podcast. But tell us, you know, maybe something we can help with. That's something we do in our organization. And we are going to soon start offering some courses. There'll be paid courses. Some of them will be a few free short ones. But uh, if you're still looking for your destiny and you're just not sure how to get out there and get involved, how to get going, contact us and let us know how we can help. But the bottom line is today, don't give up. You must persevere. And one of the things that um, just quickly we did in our organization um, where I work as an executive pastor is uh, we did a whole training on leading from your strengths. It's a it's an amazing uh, assessment that you can take. Um, it does cost a little bit of money, not much, but if you're interested, let us know. But it really defines you to help you learn what you're all about personality-wise, what your national insights are. It's just really good all around. And one of the things that came up about me was that can't is not in my vocabulary. Well, there's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And I absolutely love that statement for myself. Can't is not a part of my vocabulary. And uh, do you remember your dad always said the word can't is not in our vocabulary, why now? Yes. So just as an encouragement today, don't give up, keep going, persevere. There is something out there for you. So baby doll, have a great day. Yeah, you too. And everyone out there, you have a great week. See you later. Life with Baby Doll.